Hello. Hello and welcome to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Today is December the 8th, and thank you very much for joining me every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, this is an open mic where you can join anytime by hitting the one on your keypad. If you call there, you call me to the right number, 646-668-8485. And if you're listening online, unfortunately, I don't have a feature yet to be able to retrieve your message. But if you'd like to comment or share or have a conversation with me, just hit the one on your phone by dialing 646-668-8485. And so thank you very much for joining and listening. Today, uh, we're going to do part two. Last week, I did the sex of parenthood. And so I wasn't able to finish everything that I wanted to speak about. So I wanted to come this week and do part two. This is the holidays, um, you know, and I know a, love, a lot of our loved one is not with us anymore. So I just wanted to just kind of follow up on part two. And about the sex of parenthood, let me just read the little short bio. The sex of parenthood is one of the most beautiful but dynamic development transition in our family life circle. Parenting is the core foundation that is required to build a healthy change in our development towards having a balanced lifestyle based on our roles in relationships that affect both men and women's quality of life in all ages. Sometimes we don't realize the impact that it plays on us mentally, emotionally, and physically from our childhood into our adult life. But as I listen to more and more women's life challenges, I begin to see a pattern that affects us as child that affects us as a child, where now we're adults and we can admit, accept, to discover how to overcome the changes towards having a healthy lifestyle. So with that being said, like I said, last week I started running into a lot of women, and last week I shared about abandonment. And that's what I noticed that a lot of females have been experiencing a lot of abandonment, whether abandonment with mother or abandonment with father, but it plays a role on us as adults, and we do not realize the impact. So I talked a lot about my experience of being a teen parent and how I was abandoned and how that pain and hurt had, um, had hurted me where I put walls up, and I realized I didn't have walls up trying to move forward in a relationship. And so um, once I had to realize that, the abandonment of my uh, childhood has really affected me because, you know, I mentioned that a lot of us, you know, we think we're comfortable being single and we're not being comfortable single. We just got used to dealing with that abandonment where we felt comfortable of being alone. And so we always say, hey, you know, I'm comfortable being single. I like the single life. Do you really like the single life or is there something else a little bit deeper that you're not understanding or you're not touching that is causing you to feel comfortable in that space that you're in? And so, you know, it works in a lot of different ways. You know, you can be single and saying you're comfortable because of the abandonment and not dealing with the pain. 
or you can be codependent and always want to be in a relationship because you don't want to feel the pain. And that even goes for the men. You know, I did speak about the women, but even the men, sometimes the men doesn't realize they go jumping in relationship after relationship after relationship because of abandonment by a father, abandonment of a mother, but they feel like they have to have a partner. They have to have someone because they don't want to feel being alone or dealing with the pain of someone not there for them. So there's a lot of dynamics that we must look at, and so we can be able to change the cycle. My whole thing is about overcoming, um, overcoming and helping people to overcome the trauma so they can be able to discover their true authentic self so they can stand and so they can live the purpose that they're supposed to in life. And without you knowing who you are, you know, you'll never get to that full essence of your purpose in life because we have put walls to protect ourselves and shield ourselves. So that's what I talked about last week. Um, and but really what what about the topic is, you know, uh, I noticed that a lot of people have lost loved ones, and there was, I share, I think on Facebook, I'm not sure a while ago, but there was a young lady who lost her mother, and she happened to, um, she happened to walk into the home, and her mother was dead, and she called her mother a couple of times, but her mother didn't answer the phone, and she said, that's not like my mother, so what happened, I happened to be coming in and out of my office that day, and she happened to be standing outside my office. And she uh, and I said, hey, hi, how you doing? You need me? She said, yes, I need to talk to you. She said, I knew you would come back. And I said, what's wrong? She said, my mother passed away. I found her dead, and I gave her a big hug. She was just waiting for me just to give her that hug. And normally I would see her. She bubbly, have this attitude, you know, happy, uplifted. And because her mother passed away, I would say probably maybe seven or eight months, now I see her. You know, she barely speaks, you know, her head is down. She doesn't have that momentum like she used to. And, you know, I feel, wow, you know, the sex of parenthood, you know, and I have, my, my mother and father is still here. So I haven't experienced the loss of a loved one, but I have experienced, you know, my granddad I was very close to, and he the one inspired me to do the things. I mean, I'm so uplifted by my my granddad and those who left behind me, how strong they were, I stand on their shoulders. So that's why I wanted to kind of touch bases of the sex of parenthood because it's not supposed to bring us down. It's supposed to uplift us. We are supposed to carry on that legacy and even use the essence that we have because that is a part of our lineage to let them know, hey, I represent you. So that's the whole concept of this core foundation of this parenthood. You know, we don't get to pick our parents, but we, you know, we're part of this here tribe where we come together in, in unity and we, you know, learn the, 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 the meaning of life through our siblings and our mothers and our fathers. And so that helps us to be strong enough where we go out in the world and we express who we are. But when they go, you know, yes, it's going to be an impact because not only they go, a little bit of us go, but we carry them with us as well. That's my philosophy. But like I say, hey, I'm only going by my experience, but I know other people have more experience. And if you love to join in the conversation, all you have to do is hit the one 
on your phone, if you're listening by the telephone, all you hit 646-668-8485. If you're online, you got to call in to talk to me. All you got to do is hit the one. I'll see your hand raised, and then I will let you in so we can talk live. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, uh, let's see here, about the impact. So I mentioned about abandonment. There's also another impact that we grow up with is the control and the fear that our parents put on us. And sometimes I didn't realize it until I was on Clubhouse speaking to a young lady, and we were talking about, you know, um, parenthood, and we were talking about how we were raised up, and our parents, you know, had this certain control, or they would put this fear in us. And it didn't fit me to say, wow, that's the same thing I was doing with my children. And so, you know, sometimes we don't realize that we carry these traits with us into our children, you know, uh, parenting, where then our children end up growing up having control issues with their partners, and you wonder why things is not working out. And so I had to step back a little bit and analyze the situation, and I know I can speak for so many other people who's dealing with control issues. Somebody want to control and dominate the relationship or somebody, you know, is getting into a relationship and they have this certain fear because their parents put this fear on them where, you know, they don't want to speak up. So they get into a relationship and they don't speak up because they never spoke up with their, you know, being young because the mom would, you know, mom or dad would do something. So they end up going into a relationship not speaking up. And you don't realize where these traits come from, but we have to be able to tap in it and say, this is not healthy for us. We must make a change. So that was one that I wanted to share. Also, the other one is feeling unwanted and not being treated right, you know, feeling neglected, you know. A lot of times growing up, and even today I see a lot of parents um, even, you know, treating the kids bad or talking bad to them, you know, and it's only because of something that they're dealing with or something from their past experience. And sometimes we do not realize the impact that we put on to our children or even the impact that and then we getting out we go out into the world and then we notice that, you know, we're having some issues and we don't know how to deal with it emotionally, mentally or physically, you know. Um, just to share, you know, sometimes um I have a person who um had a child and she really didn't want this child. And so she really didn't want to have this child. So every time she forgets to pick up the child from school, she forgets to do certain things that's so important for the child. And I know that child has to feel some type of neglection, but she doesn't realize the impact that she is affecting that child. And somewhere down the line, I know somewhere she was probably um, neglected you know, wasn't wasn't treated fairly. And so some of these things we have to look at as an adult, you know. And sometimes the only time we look at it is when someone brings it to our attention. So this is my opportunity to bring it to um, people's attention and awareness of the certain traits and the habits that we do and we're not sure exactly how they are connected and how it affects us and how it's affecting our children and then our children's children. And so the goal is all about, you know, breaking the cycle, 
you know, so we can make a change, so we can be able to pass it down to the next generation that, hey, you know what, because grandma did this, I'm not going to do this because I'm not going to have this in my relationship, you know. And this is all about being and having a healthy relationship, you know. Um, I know there's another situation where um, I came across a young lady who um, was married to a young man, and he treated her so badly, and she had a child by him. And every time she looked at that child, you know, she got angry, and she treated that child so bad where that child felt mama didn't love me, you know. And so just imagine that's your core foundation. Your mama don't love you. But then you go out in the world and then you have this attitude and then you feel like other people don't love you. And then what happens? We end up picking up a habit, you know, and this particular child now is an alcoholic, you know, and it's like every time he feels though that he comes around his mother, they don't get along because she she constantly reminds him of his father. But he had nothing to do with that relationship. And sometimes I'll see it and it just breaks my heart because he never had a chance. He never had a chance because of the past wounds and the hurt that the parent is dealing with that she poured that into that child, and now that child, is, well, he's not a child, but that grown adult now is struggling trying to find who he is because he never, he never developed who he was because he was always beaten or attacked with, you know, uh, unwantedness, you know, not being loved, you know. And so, you know, sometimes in life, you know, God will put us in another relationship with other people to help us to be strong so we can overcome some of the challenges that is put on us. So that's the beautiful thing about, you know, um, when you do step out, you know, into the real world and you end up meeting other people who see your essence, who see the beauty in you that can say, hey, this is the way to go. Let me show you another way. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you have to be very humble to be able to allow another stranger to show you another way where it can pull out the best essence of you. So, you know, um, sometimes, you know, my heart goes out to a lot of people who suffer and who, who's dealing with a lot of um, bad choices. And I know the bad choices comes from a lot of their uh, effects of parenthood, what the parent put on the child. And speaking as an African-American, woman, you know, dealing with the history of slavery and dealing with that upbringing, that generational, you know, mindset, you know, beating your child and not talking to your child, all that, you know, plays a role and it trickles down generation after generation after generation. So, and I'm not just saying only African-American, I deal with all different races and parenthood has affected them in so many different ways. You know, I have a young lady where, you know, her age, you know, because her parents, um, she's from a different culture, and her parents, you know, were so much hard on her to say, hey, you got to be married and have a family by the age of, I think, before 30. And so she's 44 years old. And, I mean, when I say stressing, she's stressed trying to get into a romantic relationship. 
trying to have a, a child because she feels a little bad, because her parents, you know, were so hard on her and saying that, hey, you got to have, you know, be in a relationship, have your family by a young age. She feels a little worthless. She feels that nobody wants her because she's 44 years old. She feels like she's not good enough. She feel, I mean, she's put herself down so bad, and I had to explain to her, look, 44 is a time frame. I said, That's, look at how much you have accomplished in 44 years. I said, you don't even look like you're 44. But I had to kind of teach her to say, hey, you know, that was maybe your mother, mother's upbringing. I said, but this is the 21st century. I said, many women, I know a young lady who had a child when she was 52 years old. So there's somebody for you. Timing is everything. When you're ready, God will say you're ready. But don't put the pressure on you and getting into a relationship knowing that you're not ready. And unfortunately, she did get married when she was 25. And she said she was so unhappy and so miserable that, you know, she had to walk away. And I told her, I'm grateful that you decided to walk away and not stay in this relationship because of the pressure that your parents put on you saying that you had to be married and have a family by the age. You know, and speaking of that, sometimes we get into relationships and we don't want to get out the relationship knowing that the relationship is unhealthy for us. But because we worry about what someone else says, someone else thinks, we're sitting here being miserable. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it's all about you changing the cycle and living your best life so you can know who the true essence of who you are so you can pass it down to the next generation. And that's what I wanted to share about that as well. And then the next one is dealing with domestic violence. You know, growing up, and that goes back to feeling unwanted, but, you know, growing up, people um, were dealing with domestic abuse, whether mentally, physically, and emotionally. And that has a trigger that affects us at our adult age. Sometimes people don't want to talk about it, but there is people who have a certain lifestyle that they're comfortable with because of what happened to them as a childhood. You know, it's like, for instance, you know, somebody can bad mouth and call you all different names, and you're okay with it. Why? Because that's the household that you came from. So it's okay with you. I will say that, you know, my mother had a foul mouth, and I used to cuss really bad, and I'm grateful that I don't cuss no more. And the beautiful thing about it is that when people in my presence and they cuss, they apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. And I don't know what makes them do that. I don't know what they see where they respect me to that level, but it's beautiful, and I appreciate that. And that's where we have to get to. You know, it's not okay to speak that type of language, but everybody has their own reason why they do what they do. But the whole purpose is all about, um, again, changing the cycle so you can live the best life of the impact of, of what our parents have put on us so we can pass it down to the next generation. So, again, I just want to do a restart. It's all about effective parenthood, how your parenting, your parents had affected you and how you realize how it has controlled your upbringing, you know, into adult life and how you have noticed the changes that it has um, affected you and at what point 
say, your age, did you realize that, hey, wait a minute, this is not me, this is my mother, mother, you know, and how did you overcome it where now you can move forward, accept, and then discover who you really are by living a healthy lifestyle. And that's what it really is about, you know. Just this week I met a young lady, and she was telling me that she was taking about 10 pills. She was on medication for anxiety, depression, and everything. And she said, I'm so grateful now that I don't have to take any more medication. And I said, what happened? She said, my abandonment of my mother, she said, that's where it triggered from. She said, I was afraid of being alone. And she said, now I am so happy to be single and be by myself. I said, uh-uh. I said, that's still abandonment. I said, you got comfortable with that. But the beautiful thing about it is that she got off the medication. And sometimes we don't realize the things that we go through, the anxiety, the depression, and all that, that is all come from something from your childhood that you have not connected the dots. Why you get anxiety when you go somewhere? Why do you feel a certain way? But I was so grateful to hear how she went herself off of it. And it took her years. She took her years, but she said she finally um, got herself off the medication and she realized the main issue. She had to go to therapy, she said. And um, she came to the point now where she, she couldn't live by herself. She always had to have somebody that she needed to live with. Now she's comfortable. Now she's traveling. And now she's living her best life. And that is unfortunately, but it's sad that we have to go through this. You know, and I don't know if this the purpose of life for us to have to go through all these changes to get to a certain age. And it's like a aha, you know, I get it. It's almost kind of like awakening. And when you go to that awakening, it's almost now you get to go to another level. And I think that's where you end up blossoming into that spirituality. You end up opening up and, and, and going within and developing who you really are. You know, and so that's why I wanted to share the effects of parenthood, only because I'm a chaplain at the prison. I talk to a lot of women, and I hear all the issues that they went through as a young child, adult, and they still carry the wounds and everything, and they don't realize the dynamics of, 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 of the role that their childhood has affected on them. And so I teach them to go within so they can develop how to move that pain and that hurt so they can blossom into who they really are. And so I wanted to share this here because, like I said, the woman who mother who passed away, you know, um, I'm, I'm trying to reach her as well to help her, but I know it's difficult. And here the holidays coming. I know COVID happened and a lot of our loved ones we have lost, but I want to say, that I heard someone say the wisdom of holiday, and T.D. Jake said this, the wisdom of holiday is we have to change tradition. You know, if you have a loved one or if you're home by yourself and, you know, mom's not there no more, get out in the world and maybe go feed homeless. Do something to give back to society. And when you do that, you make a shift in your mindset, in your spirit, and it will change the dynamics where now you're not sitting around 
you know, worrying about who's not here anymore and how much you miss this person. Now you're up doing things and you're leaving the legacy behind of saying, you know what, my mother used to do this many years ago. Give it back to the community. And I will say my grandma, my grandmother used to always give back to the community. And that's, I guess maybe that was where I get it from. I give to the community, help with my service as empowering and motivating. So during this holiday, you know, we can love on a budget, you know. Um, also, I heard today that someone said, most of the times when we give a gift, they don't remember the gift, but they remember the time that you spent with your loved ones. So if you have loved ones or children, sit, talk to them, you know, see where they act, see how you can pour into them, let them think, give them the wisdom and the knowledge. Change that generational cycle, you know, and, give, and pour into them with some wisdom and knowledge that maybe you didn't have when you were growing up, but you can give it to now the younger generation. And every year they'll look for that, you know, that, hey, we get to go over auntie house because we get to sit down and we just talk and talk about, you know, our, our, the, the, the grandparents and talk about our grandfather and teach them about the history of their father, all the good stuff. We don't have to worry bring up the bad stuff, but share about the good stuff. So with that being said, if anybody, I got five minutes left, anybody who would like to um, chime in on the conversation, share, hit the one on your phone, and I definitely bring you in. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for joining in the conversation every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific time and 7 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. And my closing remarks is all about we must change the cycle so we can live a better life and we can pass it down to the next generation. You know, every generation gives a certain change or something that um, that develops our mental, emotional, and our physical, you know, um, lifestyle where we develop different relationships and roles and everything. But um, it's all about us developing and growing. So I do have a caller, so I'm going to bring her on one moment. Hello, caller. Your name and where you calling from? Hi, good evening. My Here. name is Francine. I'm calling from Philadelphia. Hello, Miss Francine. How you doing tonight? I'm good, and I thank you because um, you shared a lot of very valuable information to help the audience to understand about um, how we can um, change the dynamic from whatever you know, has been a, a issue in our life. But uh, I just wanted to share real briefly that. Um, you know, when you were talking about all these things, I know for me, there was no abandonment of my mother and father. Um, I always felt love there, but I have a son and daughter. And so when their father and I um, decided that it was best that we separate, I know that as children, they felt that there was an abandonment because he was no longer in the home. And although it was not abandonment, because as adults, we see it one way, but what we did to try to help them and console them so that they would not live with lifelong pain about that is to share with them. And, and, and from a child's perspective, I don't think they got it right away. But as adults, I think I know that they were able to um, voice and, and say, um, we realize now that it was not abandonment from our father because, you know, when two adults separate, sometimes the, the scheduling and the difficulties of all of that 
you know, children at, at you know, Christmas time and other times, if the, both parents are not there, they may feel that. But, you know, what we did was try to work it out. And so oftentimes, sometimes as I was seeing them grow up, I felt, you know, had they been affected negatively by this, you know, and I think I overcompensated and their father would, you know, certainly share with them how much he loved them. But I think that, you know, um, it's something to be said that, you know, you don't know how that affects their psyche as they become adults. You know, I start to see little things about it, but um, before their father passed on, they certainly did realize that there was love from their father as well as their mother. So I'm thankful for that. You know what? Thank you so much. I wish I had more time to share, and maybe next, maybe next week I might do part three. But you're absolutely right. There was uh, there was another young lady that I knew, same situation. Mother and father got divorced, and the children didn't understand. But this woman, the daughter was 30 years old, and she kept bringing up, "Mom, I can't believe I went over to my friend's house, and the mom and dad and the family sitting down." Eating. I mean, she still brought up that childhood of not having her daddy in the family. Unfortunately, she took her life because I'm not sure why she took her life. But like you said, that psyche plays a role that we do not understand the dynamics. And that's good that you, um, you know, you share that with them to help them to say, hey, you wasn't abandoned, and they realize that. But my time is up. Thank you, Ms. Francine from Philadelphia. I give you my love, and hopefully we can continue the conversation. If I don't end, we're going to get disconnected. So have a beautiful okay. evening, and if I don't hear from you, have a happy holiday, and we'll talk soon, okay? Okay. Have a good evening. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Guys, show is over, so have a wonderful holiday. Have a wonderful holiday. God bless. Take care. See you next Thursday.